Welcome back to the Athlete Maestro podcast guys, the athlete development podcast that helps you the young athlete break your mental and physical limitations in sports. I'm your host Tola Ogunlewe and this is episode 601. Find your driving force at the highest levels. The minute details matter and you are more than an athlete. He's without doubt the most popular British boxer of all time. At a point in time, he was the undisputed light welterweight champion of the world. Today on the show, British superstar Ricky Hatton. His nickname was Hitman. And in truth, he was a hit across various aspects of his career, both in and outside the ring. His popularity amongst his fans is something that had rarely been seen in boxing. Hatton initially took up kickboxing, but quickly made the switch to boxing itself. At the age of 13, he won his first national amateur title. It will be the first of many. At the 1996 World Junior Championships in Cuba, he controversially lost in the semi-finals. All except one judge scored the fight for Hatton and that judge had Hatton losing by 16 points. Like it was, it was literally ridiculous at the time. Hatton never allowed that disappointment derail him. Later that same year, he won the senior ABA title at light welterweight. At the age of 18, he turned pro and would begin a whirlwind journey to the top of the boxing world. His rise was slow and steady, but in just three years, he became the British light welterweight champion of the world after defeating John Thaxton. The year before that, in 1999, Hatton was named British Boxing Writers Club Young Boxer of the Year. After claiming the British crown, he fought Tony Pep for the vacant WBU title in 2001. He would win it in grand style. Part of the things that contributed to Atten's popularity was his constant desire to fight the best. He wanted to become a world champion and that path only goes through the best of the best. In 2005, that dream would become a reality when he fought top pound-for-pound -pound champion Costa Zhu for the IBF Ring Magazine and Linear Light Welterweight Championship of the World. It was an upset. Hatton, the heavy underdog, stopped Zoo in the 11th round. That victory propelled him to superstardom. Later that year, he unified the light welterweight division by adding the WBA title. He then set his sight on the big boys in the welterweight division. His ultimate goal was to fight Floyd Mayweather Jr. And before that, he actually captured the welterweight championships of the world to become a two-weight world champion. In 2007, that fight would become a reality. Fight Week in Vegas introduced the boxing world to the British Army. Thousands of Hatton fans stormed Las Vegas to support Hatton. Though he fought valiantly, was knocked out in the 10th round. That defeat destroyed Hatton. An undefeated fighter at the time, he would rebuild his career with victories over Juan Luscano and Pauli Malignaggi before challenging 
for the welterweight title again. This time, he was up against another great fighter in Filipino Manny Pacquiao. The fight ended in two rounds. Hatton was brutally knocked out. That defeat sent him into depression where he almost took his own life. In 2012, he attended a comeback but lost via knockout in the ninth round. He had recovered from his darkest hour and found his way back. When all was said and done, he was a two-division world champion and arguably the biggest boxing star to come out of Britain. Today, he is your mentor, guys. And there are three lessons that I want you to learn from the Hitman. Now, if any of you are big boxing fans, then, you know, I'm sure you know who Ricky Atten is because if you don't know who Ricky Atten is, then you're not as big of a boxing fan as you say you are. You know, so recently I was watching a press conference that Ricky Atten did where his son was turning pro and he signed with uh, Barry, Tom, Barry Hearn, you know, so matchroom uh, promotions. So the promotions that Anthony Joshua is signed to. You know, I just brought back so many memories of Ricky Atten. How it kind of reminds me of Conor McGregor in MMA. How the British fans like literally followed him everywhere in their thousands, like in their droves. They followed him every single place that he went. It was, ah oh man, it was just so fun. When he fought Costas, you same thing. The Mayweather fight, like, it was like nothing anybody had ever seen before. So I thought about it. I was like, ah, oh, we haven't looked at Ricky Hatton on the podcast. And of course, he has so many great lessons to teach younger athletes. And the first of those lessons, guys, is find your driving force. Find your driving force. You see, if we take sports out of it and we just look at life generally, you see, you need something to push you. You need something to keep you going. Now, in in the flip side of the world, you know, that's when people turn to alcohol, they turn to drugs, and they turn to all, you know, all other unorthodox things that are not worthy, you know, of being the things that push you. But you get the point. Those people who seek those things, they're looking for things to drive them. They're looking for things to push them. You know, so we're not even talking about sports now. Life in general, you need things to push you. You need a driving force behind it. For so many people, it's their family. For so many people, it's the reward. For so many people, it's how far they've come. For so many people, it's just that innate desire for what it is they're after and what it is they're chasing. You see, you have to find that driving force. And for Ricky Hassan, it was two things. The man just loved fighting. And of course, the adoration of his fans literally drove him. So I remember the the Mayweather fight, you know, and in the build-up, you know, obviously... When you, when you get to championship level, like, you are away from how the small boys do it. So, they delve into your life. There's so many articles that come out, documentaries, and, and all of that. You know, and they talked about how Ricky Atten, he would go to a pub in Manchester. You know how you're watching, you know, you're watching tennis or you're watching football and um, the, the, the athletes want to sign autographs, you know, and they sign like 10 and they go. He would go to a pub in Manchester, right? And he would sign every single autograph until there was nobody else left that wanted an autograph so imagine going to a pub to have a beer so you just want to go in there you have a beer or you just want to buy something and you know a throng of fans come to you and that thing that you wanted to do you have to stop it so that you can sign autographs for every single person that was there you know so he would get there maybe mid-afternoon or something and he'd be there for hours like his fans drove him. They were the reason he was doing what he was doing. So he, in his mind, he felt like, I have to repay these guys. 
I have to give them back this this love that they have for me, this belief that they have in me. I have to give them back, and that was why they followed him everywhere. Again, in that fight, we remember that when he lost in the tenth round, you know, and he, he, he was teary eyed, and they were interviewing him in the ring. You know, the first thing he said was, "I apologize to everybody who came." Because the fans mean so much to him. So he wasn't even looking at it that, you know, ah, this was this was a difficult defeat or this was the now that came later. His first response was to apologize to his fans for losing the fight. That was what was important to him at that point in time. So love of fighting and of course his fans. So the question I have for you guys is what is your driving force? What is driving you? to continue to play your sport what is pushing you to continue to play your sport you see if you do not find that driving force you're going to urban flow and you see the more that you urban flow during your sports journey the more dangerous it is the less consistent you can be as you pursue what we are what you're pursuing because i mean everybody knows that it would never be smooth sailing you know so you can't say oh from start to finish this is how i want it this is how it's going to go this is what it will never be that way we all know that but you see in order to keep going at the important times what is your driving force so if you haven't thought about it you see 2021 that's the year to think about it that is the year to actually sit down and say hey what drives me for example let me give you an example this podcast now you guys that listen are the ones that drive me i've talked about this so many times how when i started this you know each episode maybe one person would listen two people would listen three people would listen now i have hundreds that listen i'm hoping to get to thousands that would listen per each episode you guys are my driving force if you weren't driving me i would have stopped at episode 10 or let's say i was lucky i was lucky i was lucky my you know my family pushed me and i would have gone into episode 100 there's absolutely no way that i would get to episode 601 and of course the previous 600 episodes they're not just flimsy episodes they're episodes that teach you how to master your craft as an athlete you guys driving when i receive your messages you know on instagram when i receive your emails like it just it just propels me to continue doing this is it every time that i sit down to record that i want to record absolutely not like for example even now as i'm recording this i have covid you know so i share this with a few people you know in, in some of my private groups and of course you know people that are close to me but guess what i have to be here and i have to do this for you guys you know so even if i'm down with covid even if i'm not feeling you know my best self because obviously you've read everything about how covid is and and, and things like that you know but you guys are driving me you are the reason i'm doing this and i have to help you achieve your goals in 2021 if you guys were not there this podcast would not exist so i want you to ask yourself this week what is my driving force what is driving me to do the things that i want to do in my career that's the first lesson guys from ricky hatton second lesson is at the highest level the minute details matter at the highest level the minute details matter now you see uh, ricky hatton had another nickname so which was ricky fatten and the reason and the reason they called him ricky fatten was that in between fights he would balloon up in weight so this was a guy who would gain five stone in weight so five stone uh, if i'm correct you know it's maybe like 30 pounds there about so imagine he fights a light welterweight so which is about 64 kilograms there about so imagine him in between fights weighing almost 90 kg or over 90 kg now he had done this all through his career all the guys that he fought all the that literally it earned him that nickname ricky fatten 
Now, guess what? It comes to the Mayweather fight. Now, Floyd Mayweather, we've looked at him previously on the podcast. This is a guy who has dedicated his life to boxing. This is a guy who 1 a.m. in the morning is training. This is a guy who is watching something on TV, sparks an interest in him, he's going to get his running shoes and he's going to go out to run irrespective of the time that it is. So he was coming up against this guy who, on the one hand, Floyd, dedicated to boxing, Ricky Atten, oh, when the fight happens, then I'm going to prepare. I'm going to get in. So he will lose all of that weight. Now, obviously, he lost the fight to a superior boxer in Floyd Mayweather Jr. But when the fight was being reviewed, you know, and they looked at every facet of it, you know, the analysts, they came to the conclusion that Yes, Mayweather was the better technical fighter and the better technical boxer. But you see, that minute detail of losing so much weight in the build-up to a fight was also one of the things that affected Ricky Atten. You see, those little, little things, because he had been doing this all his career. So in between fights, he would gain weight. I mean, the guy liked having beer, he liked having fun, you know, and all that. His fans were driving him, so he wanted to have fun with them. He had been doing this all his career. But the minute that he came to the biggest step up in competition that he was going to face, the biggest advancement in what he was trying to do in his career, guess what happened? That, those factors, that factor became something that determined the difference. I mean, yes, even if he was, he was, he was dedicated to his craft as much as he could, would he have beaten Mayweather? Maybe not. Maybe not. Because Mayweather, I mean, we all know how good he is. But guess what? He would have stood a better chance because he would have had all the aces in his favor. So in terms of, hey, we are both dedicated to our craft. So that's absolutely on point because both of us do what we should when we should do it. Now, it now becomes who is a better student of the sport and who can apply what they are learning when it matters the most. So the mind, at the highest level, the minute details matter. So I tell so many artists, I'm like, you know, every single day you have to be doing something that advances you towards your goal in sports. So whether that's fitness, which is on the physical side, whether that's watching tape of your sports, which is on the physical side, whether that's visualizing, you know, and, and getting your mindset right, which is on the mental side, whether it's business strategies in terms of you reaching out to coaches, reaching out to agents, reaching out to scouts, reaching out to managers, you know, which, which whichever one it is on the business side of sports, you have to be doing something every single day because there's somebody else that is doing that thing every single day. So let's assume that you go up, you know, let me, which, which sport can I use? Let me use football. Let me use football. You get invited to a trial and you are a striker, for example. And of course, there's another striker you are up against. Now, imagine in those three aspects, so the mental aspect, the physical aspects, and the strategy and the plan, you are only doing two out of three and the other guy is doing three out of three. Who stands the better chance? Now, you see, you might have gotten away with doing two over three for so long that would never have been a problem but you see the minute you step up in competition the minute things begin to matter the minute it is now key the minute you are getting to the highest level those minute details matter so ask yourself what is it that i'm overlooking what is it that i'm not paying attention to what is it that i'm taking for granted so what were the things that you took for granted in 2020 what were the things that you took for granted you know last year that kind of cost you in terms of what you were able to do now we know covid happened i mean nobody's going to take that out of the picture what can you change in that regard this year in leaving no stone unturned now am i saying don't rest don't do no absolutely not and of course remember that every advice that you get on the podcast every topic that we talk about it still has to be applied to your peculiar situation that's why i share 
three lessons from this athlete. Whichever one resonates with you where you are, then that's the one that you pick. So, for example, have a driving force behind you. If you are just starting your sports, there's no point in you focusing on having a driving force, right? You want to focus on the fundamentals of your sports so that you begin to advance. As you advance, you can then come back and focus on a driving force. Well, you see, the point I'm making is when you get to the highest level, the minute details matter. So what are the things that you overlooked last year? I don't want you to overlook them this year. For example, it might be as simple, as simple as not putting into practice the things you are listening to on this episode. It's one thing to listen. It's one thing to apply. That's why at the end of each episode, I say what I say, which of course I will say at the end of this one as well. You need to apply this. So don't just hear me and feel pumped. Apply it. You see, those minute details are the difference in terms of what you are going to be able to achieve and what you are going to be able to do in your sport. Second lesson, guys, from Ricky Hatton. At the highest level, the minute details matter. And the final lesson is you are more than an athlete. The final lesson is that you are more than an athlete. So I kind of touched on it during the intro. You know that this was a guy who, I mean, which what was the word that you use? You know, he was a fiery fighter. This was a guy who was very passionate, you know, so the love of the sport drove him. His fans drove him and, and, and all of that. And of course, he wanted to reach the highest level in the sport. Nobody can fault him against that. Nobody would say that was a little bit, you know, off point and things like that. No. But you see, at a point, he took it too far. So I mentioned in the intro that his loss to Floyd Mayweather Jr. literally devastated him. Like it destroyed him to the point where he almost took his life. And of course, on the point, what was the propellant of that thing? He was being defeated. Ricky Hatton himself says, The pressure I found in the ring and fighting and being able to provide for my family. I didn't struggle with being famous, but I struggled with being beaten. I struggled with being beaten. I get athletes who would message me and say, you know, Tola, what if I apply everything, you know, that you're teaching me, everything that you talk about on the podcast, and I still don't make it in sports? You know, what, what, what happens then? You know, and the first thing that I say, the first thing that I say is that, look, the fact that you get to apply it, the fact that you are in this position is a privilege already that millions of athletes never had. So, for example, I wanted to play professional football. Unfortunately, I tore my ACL at the wrongest time possible. I had to get surgery. I was out of the game for two years. I couldn't even play for two years. By the time I came back, I was much older. I had a law degree. They wanted me to reduce my age. So many factors modeled everything up that I couldn't do it. So the fact that you get to pursue it, you are already in a more privileged position than I am. And now, even look at me, for example. Now, the experience that I had in pursuing that dream, in working with some of the best coaches in the world, in interacting with agents while in that pursuit that is what i use now to feed you guys on this podcast to teach you about the mental the physical and the business side of sports so you see the fact that you get to do that is a privilege already now if you get to achieve the goal fantastic but you see in that process of that pursuit everything that you have been able to achieve is in and of itself a blessing now let's look at it from ricky Atten's perspective how many boxers can say they are two division world champions? Not many. How many boxers can say they are one division world champions? Not many. How many boxers can say that they are British champions? Not many. How many boxers can say that they are the most popular boxer from their country? Not many. How many boxers can say that they fought Floyd Mayweather Jr.? They fought Manny Pacquiao? Not many. How many boxers can say that they fought 
in Las Vegas, fight capital of the world. Not many. You see, you are more than an athlete. You see, this sports part is just a little, a little dot, a little circle in the bigger picture. And of course, um, you know, I had this interesting conversation with Jay Demerit, which of course should air sometime this month and of course you guys should absolutely look forward to it like it was a phenomenal episode I'm, I'm i'm super happy for you guys to listen to it and of course we had that conversation and it's one of the things that i asked him i said how did you continue the pursuit even though you weren't guaranteed any success level you know and exactly what i said is what he also said he said the fact that i got to go to england from the united states to pursue the dreams of playing professional football like that was already a win because not many americans were able to do that so if not many americans were able to do that and i was able to do that i mean come on what are we talking about am i saying you should be happy with defeat no am i saying you should accept defeat no but what i'm saying is that look at the entire picture and don't look at the small things so for ricky Atin, he was fixated on the defeat the fact that he lost and of course something similar happened to ronda rousey as well and of course i think i discussed this when we looked at ronda rousey on the podcast you know so she lost to holly home now ronda mma world like one of the biggest female fighters like she literally put female mma on the map tremendous defenses over title then she fights holly home she loses and of course she talks about how she also wanted to take her life because she felt depressed she was like who am i without the belt who am i without being a champion it was when she took things in proper perspective that she was able to get over it. So for Ricky Atten, now, he made the same mistake as well in terms of looking at his life as sports. So for you, the young athletes who are listening to this now, you see, your life is not sport. Yes, you're an athlete, but you are more than an athlete. There is more to life than sports. And the fact that you get to be on this pursuit, the fact that you get to do these things, guess what? You are already in a privileged position. That's the final lesson that I want you to learn from me. Don't be overly fixated with this, oh, I must do this, oh, I must do that. No, look at the big picture. You are already in a privileged position. It's just like an athlete who goes to the Olympics and doesn't win a medal and is upset. I understand that you're upset. And, you know, I, I would I would say, I won't say don't be upset because, yes, you should be upset because you want to win. But if you look at the grand picture, how many athletes get to go to the Olympics? So while you're upset for a minute in terms of, oh, I didn't win a medal, then you quickly refocus. You look at the big picture and you say, man, I'm at the Olympic Games. Are you kidding me? I am at the Olympic Games. That is what I want you guys to do as well. You are more than athletes. You are more than athletes. And I want you to say to yourself as well, I am more than an athlete. I am more than an athlete. That's the final lesson that I want you guys to learn from Ricky Hatton. Find your driving force at the highest level. The minute details matter and you are more than an athlete. Athlete Bunch, you guys, episode 601. So we've crossed 600 episodes on the podcast. And of course, I'm absolutely still enjoying this and helping you guys on this journey. Head over to the website, guys. So many other free resources for you there so that you can break your mental and physical limitations in sports. If you do that, get a step closer to your goals. And of course, if you enjoyed this episode, I don't know why you're not sharing it on all your social media platforms. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, share the episode. Let other athletes find the podcast so that they know that it's a worthwhile resource they can use as they continue to chase their goals in sport athlete forward slash subscribe is also where you learn how to subscribe 
you'll also learn how to leave a rating and review so just imagine an athlete finds the podcast they're going to want to review that's what you guys do you know you find a product you find something you want to review and say hey what are people saying about it that is what your rating and review does it tells other athletes that this is a worthwhile resource this is a worthwhile podcast that will help them chase their goals and of course they will join you in subscribing and listening to it so head over to athletemaestro.com for subscribe where you will learn how to subscribe you'll also learn how to leave a rating and review and if you have any questions whatsoever send me a mail tola at athletemaestro.com tola at athletemaestro.com i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember i said i was going to say this like while doing the episode knowing is not enough you must apply you have to apply these things willing is not enough you must do i want to do it i want to do it no that's the will you actually should do it i want you to go out there learn all the lessons you can from ricky the hitman hatton i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day